Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is July 24th, 2022. Today's song recommendation is Forgiveness by Matthew West. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 and 39, chapter 5, verses 43 through 48, chapter 7, verses 1 through 8, and chapter 7, verse 12. Today's message is titled, Jesus, Help Us to Turn the Other Cheek. This has been a really tough week for me because I lost a sibling this week. And although the family knew that she had a terminal illness, and we prayed for a miracle, of course, and sometimes God says no. We had not anticipated that she would leave this earth so quickly, but she had recently given her life to Jesus Christ, and we are at peace in knowing that she is in heaven. We have so much peace in knowing that. And of course, you know, we always want more time. So this was a tough week for me. Had to really pray to God to help me to turn the other cheek. And he did. He helped me to do that. So if I can help someone out there to do the same, this podcast is dedicated to you. God gives us things, and we don't always handle them the way we're supposed to. took me a while to turn the other cheek. I had forgiveness for this individual. I don't know if anybody out there has experienced this. You lose a loved one, and then you're left dealing with a difficult person involved. This is this was my struggle this week. But like I said, God help me to go through the steps and to turn the other cheek. I did not have unforgiveness for him. I did not have a problem praying for the enemy. God teaches us everything we need in how to deal with every situation. In his holy word, it's all in there. If we we just look and if we remember his messages to us, he helps us. And it was not easy for me to turn the other cheek. It was not. Only through prayer was I able to do so. I do want to get right into scripture. You want to turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 5. We'll begin at verse 38 and 39. 
which says this. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. Pause. I want to remind folks that this is the precious Sermon on the Mount. Jesus Christ spoke to a multitude of people on that mountain top. He is God and he wanted us to learn more about himself. And this sermon in chapter in the book of the book of Matthew, excuse me, fumbling my words. In the book of Matthew beginning at chapter 5 he teaches us about all things and he doesn't mean literally that somebody actually slaps somebody on the on the right cheek and then you turn to them the other cheek also this is referring to somebody's wronged you in any way You turn the other cheek and you don't let it bother you. You don't stoop to the person's level. You let it just roll right off your back and you just roll with the punches because the evil people don't have any, any, any way to harm you because we have the Holy Spirit which lives inside of us. And so we rely on the Holy Spirit to take care of the matter. We rely on the Holy Spirit to take care of every single matter. It is His to deal with. It is His to judge. And if we we look at it that way, it's easier to not get so caught up in what the person has done but to just let God handle it and like I said it was not it didn't come easy it didn't come on day one it didn't come on day two it didn't come on day three but I was delivered after that to remember to remember God's words and also to remember that Jesus Christ was given all authority and he is the one that will judge the living and the dead and he is the one that is speaking here these are his words these are his beautiful words to us that he's added added to that law an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth he has added but I say to you do not resist an evil person but whoever slaps you on the right cheek turn the other to him also this is a strong message and we need to follow his command.
Let's go over to verses 43 through 48, which says this. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven for he causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? Pause. Love your enemies and pray. Love your enemies and pray. Now who wants to love the enemy and pray for the enemy? Most people. <laughs> Yet that's always my advice to people when something goes haywire in the workplace or what have you. Because that's what Jesus says to do, to love your enemies and pray. And by doing so, like I said, the Holy Spirit is hearing and he is the Spirit of Jesus. And Jesus is the judge. So if we love our enemies and pray, the outcome is left on, on our Lord and Savior for that person that we're praying for. And he's also quick to say, if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Meaning it is easy to love who, who the easy people. <laughs> The ones that never offend us are, are you know, just people that are easy to love. He's telling us that we need to love the people that are unlovable, <laughs> that we just cannot love automatically. Those are the ones that he puts into our path to preach to, to pray for their souls. If we look at it that way again, we will not harbor any ill will towards someone, but just pray that the person is delivered from evil. Because it says, the son, not S-O-N, as in the son of the Lord, the son of God, <clears throat> Jesus, but the son, S-U-N, rises on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Again, he starts out by saying, you have heard that it was said. So this is an old commandment and he's modified it. To hate your enemies, to love your enemy, to, excuse me, love your neighbor and hate the enemy. He adds to it here, to love your enemies and pray for the enemy 
So we have to do as the Lord Jesus Christ instructs us in those verses. Okay, turn over to Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 8. It says this, Do not judge so that you will not be judged. Pause. Do not judge. We cannot judge people. In the last podcast, I named a couple of sins. I wasn't judging the people. I was judging the sin. Because we cannot, the Lord says here, we cannot judge the people. In verse 2. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Pause. This is why it's important to forgive. It's important to not judge somebody. Because God is the judge. And he will take care of the matter. Verse 3. Oh, and I don't do not want to be... I, I don't want to receive any measure or standard according to how I've judged someone. So if that's taken place, repent. I repent. You repent of such behavior because we do not want to be measured by that standard of judging someone. Verse 3, why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and behold, the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your own eye. Pause. I want to say that when Jesus says a brother's eye, he is referring to your brothers and sisters in Christ. He's not referring to an unbeliever somebody outside of believing in Jesus Christ. Those, you'll hear in the next verses, he refers to those as, and I don't know why he uses the word dog, but he does. It's a question you could ask him when you get there. But he, wa he wants us to not have speak to somebody and say, hey, you're doing this or that wrong. If we ourselves are doing something wrong, we have to walk in, walk in step with the Spirit and not be sinning, purposely sinning all the time. Once we're in that, once he builds our character to not have any of the bad fruits of the spirit which that's always the goal he's always teaching us he's teaching me this week how to turn the other cheek he puts circumstances in our lives so we can learn from them and it's not easy sometimes but we keep asking him to help and only when we're not doing something bad we can gently say to someone 
and he does word use the word gently in the scriptures to let someone know of their wrongdoing. In verse 6, he says, Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under their feet and return excuse me, and turn and tear you to pieces. So there he makes a reference to dogs. So in the verses before, he's talking about a brother or sister in Christ. And then in verse 7, he's talking about everybody else. But in other scripture, you'll find where he says to the evil people and to the people that are that you can't, you don't find very easy to love. Those people that he puts in our path, we are to confess Jesus to them and put them in right, try to put them in right relationship with the Lord, to know the Lord and to preach Jesus to these people. And after the second time, he says in other scripture, then we can dust the dirt off of our feet and move on and that person's blood isn't on our hands so we are to proclaim Christ to the unloved and to the evil people this is what I'm getting from this these passages and then he says to shake the dust off of your feet. And if a person rejects after the second time, we can then move on from that person and their blood is no longer on our hands. In other words, we have to make an effort before we walk away. And this is where, what he means by do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls before swine for they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. These are the people that the message is you, you just can't get through to them. They're not written in the book of life. Or perhaps it's up to someone else, but at the same time, we can move on and, and feel good about that we tried. And so this happens also when you turn the other feet, sorry, turn the other cheek. I'm really tired, guys. As you can imagine, I have not been sleeping well. But this is why he's teaching us to turn the other cheek, to forgive, to love thy neighbor as thyself, and to pray for the enemy. So let's go over to verse 12 in chapter 7 which says this, In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. Pause. The law and the prophets is the first five books of the Old Testament. Genesis through... I always forget that last book name. Deuteronomy. There's a lot of laws in there. 
And you're not going to know what the law and the prophets are until you go back and read those first five books. They're very good books to read. That is all of the scripture. But in closing, I just want everybody to know that in all these scriptures that I read, what is Jesus' What is Jesus' message to us? He doesn't want us to be weighed down with unforgiveness, with letting something bother us. <sighs> to love, to love. For if, he says, for if we love those who love us, what reward is there? The reward is when we love someone that's hard to love in our life. The, the tests that he puts in front of us. And pray. Pray for the enemy. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. It actually took four days for me to be delivered from that last step of turning the other cheek as I'm counting back took four days it was just uh, yesterday when I realized and remembered that the Holy Spirit of God lives in me and it's it's his it's his to deal with the only thing that I was doing was harming myself and leaving a door open for the enemy to creep into my life when we're not right with God fully, the enemy has a way to get in and keep keeping us, he, to keep us down, to keep us in the state of mind of anger. I was so angry, people. I was so angry. Because this person kept the family from our, our loved one. And that made matters worse. So the anger was real. And I, the reason I was able to turn the other cheek is I, because I also remembered that God also got angry. So it was okay for me to be angry. But it's not okay to stay angry. It's not okay to stay angry because we do not want bitterness in our hearts. We have to let it go. Then we can just take a sigh of relief and feel better about what's happened. Now I am able to mourn without that other stuff. And I pray this person gets delivered from evil. I really do pray for his soul. I pray, I pray, I pray he's delivered from his wickedness. And I have to remember that those that don't have the Holy Spirit of God will be cruel. They don't know, they don't know otherwise. They don't know the characteristics of God because they're not in the Word of God. This is my assumption. I don't... Only God knows. But I know that I have the Holy Spirit of God 
and I know what characteristics he wants me to have. And those of anger and everything else that's not good, any characteristic that is not good, I don't want that. I want to be in step with the Holy Spirit. I don't want anybody to mess with my with my relationship with the Lord. I wondered also last night when I came to the realization, have I quenched the Holy Spirit of God by being by not being able to turn the other cheek? That's the last thing that I ever want to do is quench the Holy Spirit of God. I hope that I've reached somebody out there to help you be delivered from that mindset. The enemy's always trying to trick us into all this other stuff. He's always trying to whip something up. We can't let it happen. I repent that I let it happen for the four days where I just could not turn the other cheek. But thank God he helped me to get there. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God. Much love to all. All the glory to God. Until next time, bye.